For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, man, this is a joyous episode of the House of L podcast. I'm Lawrence. Thanks so much for hanging out here with me. Got the news last night that Minnie Minoso is going to the Hall of Fame. Man, it's really good news to, to hear that because... And I'll make the case for him from a baseball standpoint, if you want. You know, career war of 54, career on base of 387, OPS of 848. I mean, he has all of the baseball credentials that one needs. The, the longevity aspect of it, him playing in a bunch of different decades from the 40s until the 80s. The guy did whatever you needed. Multiple All-Stars, multiple gold gloves. The fact that he hadn't been in the Hall of Fame, I it's hard to believe. It, it's it really, really hard to believe. World Series, like uh, everything that you want from a player, he's he's got them. And I'm so happy that the Legends Committee put him in. I would have wished that that Dick Allen would have gotten in, too. He missed by one vote. But the fact that Minnie Minoso got in really did my heart well, like hearing that and hearing and knowing a little bit of the story of his family. I don't profess to know everything, but I've, over the last few months, I've been trying to lend my voice to the choir of people that have said that this man deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. When you start thinking about the cultural aspect of Minnie Minoso too, where you hear people talk about him being the Latino version of Jackie Robinson, and, and I would say that he, he did that, and he also was able to connect both the, the black and the Latino community and in baseball, and I'll, we'll get more into that when you hear from his son, Charlie. When you add the baseball to the cultural aspect of Minnie Minoso, it's hard to believe that he wasn't in the Hall of Fame to begin with. 
And now he is, man. We can all kind of rejoice. And you start looking at, from, from a White Sox fan perspective, you look at the years that he was a White Sox. Minnie Minoso as a White Sox. His slash line. 304, 397, 468. That's an OPS of 865, an OPS plus of 133. He played 12 seasons. And that's what he averaged. Like This was a spectacular player. He finished in top five for MVP three times. Second in rookie of the year voting. A bunch of gold gloves, like I said, a bunch of all-star games. Negro League all-star games, too. The guy was an absolute legend. He got hit a lot, too. There were, oh, my God, like, looking at some of the the years, especially with the White Sox, where he would get hit a ton. There's one season where he got hit 23 times. I'm sure, Jose Abreu, you can relate, which is one of the things that we're going to talk about here inside of this episode of the podcast. So I had the opportunity to talk with Minnie's youngest son, Charlie. And Charlie, I met Charlie at an event. My friend Shakia Taylor, who is amazing, she's an amazing baseball writer. She's so good at connecting people. She was raising money. They brewed a beer. Some of of 54 is the beer. And she was raising money for Lost Boys, Inc., which helps Little League teams. or They got Little League teams out to the Negro League Museum out in Kansas City. It was a really great event. I'm glad that I was a part of it. I'm glad that she invited me. Shout out to everyone that that played a role in the brewing of Summer of 54 beer and the folks over at Haymarket who who hosted the event. So she had invited Charlie Minoso to the event and was shocked that he showed up. And Charlie had been pretty present with the White Sox and, like, White Sox charities. Many in his career, after his career was over, worked as an ambassador for the White Sox, both figuratively and literally. The figurative part was, yeah, he was there at games and and he was an icon and people love to take pictures. There's, I love that people around Chicago on Twitter have been posting pictures of themselves with Minnie Minoso. Like, it's a really dope thing to see that outpouring of affection for someone who was gen- generally liked by everybody. And then the literal ambassadorship is his connection to the Cuban players. And I would go as far as to say Latino players writ large, but specifically for the White Sox, his connection with Cuba and those Cuban players and acting as whether we're talking about a father or at this point in his over the last before he died five years ago, him being a, the grandfather, abuelito, to these guys as they make their journey from Cuba to the United States and working with the White Sox. You start looking at the players that revere him, 
that have been a huge part of Chicago White Sox history, it's an amazing thing. So here's what, what I have for you inside of the interview. Charlie and I talked about a bunch of this stuff. And I'm going to let you hear from him in a second. But then he said to me, he goes, you know, my brother Arrestus was with him the longest. He's the oldest brother. They actually played together at one point down in Mexico. And I was wondering if you would share his thoughts on his father. And, and, and I said, yeah, I, I would love to share that. So there's two things here. Is my interview with Charlie, which will go first. And then I'll come back in and introduce you to Arrestus and have him talking about his father, Minnie Minoso, uh, in very glowing terms. So th- this is the way that the interview starts out with me and Charlie. The idea of Minnie Minoso as ambassador to the Cuban players. And I love all these things that he had to say, and you'll hear him talk about what it would mean, what it would have meant to Minnie Minoso to get into the Hall of Fame and what it means to the family. And now that dream has come true, which is great. So this is me asking Charlie about the impact that Minnie had with the Cuban players who played for the White Sox. It meant a lot. It meant, <laughs> I'm not sure if I have words to describe what it, what it meant to him. Um, especially since, so like, like for example, at, at, at Dad's funeral, there were remarks read on behalf of Alexi Ramirez and uh, Jose Abreu by, uh, by two CPS students uh, read both in English and Spanish. You really could sense like the, the love and admiration and respect that, 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 that came from, that came from them, you know, when describing the relationship that they had with dad. And he, he really acted as a, as, as a surrogate father in a way he, he, he saw, he saw their talent, their potential, but then he, he just saw, you know, the type of people that they were. And he, you know, and also too, you know, he connected with his countrymen. And I think that, um, again, a testament to that, that human to human connection, that is what meant so much to him and was the type of, that was really what what he was proud of was was again person to person, you know, behind closed doors, just wanting to make sure that there was that positive impact that he could leave with someone, either on a something as <laughs> on something as small as calling to wish someone a happy birthday, or something as 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 big as you know being at every single home game, which he was <laughs> during the home season. <laughs> That's what meant the most to him. I put him in the same category as Roberto Clemente in this regard. Both of these men were unapologetically, in your dad's case, Cuban, in Roberto Clemente's case, Puerto Rican, and unapologetically black. And I think that they they are both icons to the black and Latino community and then their individual groups community as well. Did he understand that his reach went even beyond? It, it went to... English-speaking black people, as well as Spanish-speaking black people around the world. Cuba, when he was growing up, it was not a racial paradise. It was, you know, similarly as segregated, just in its own own different way, uh, and and had its own racial challenges uh, you know, during that era than it, it did in the U.S. It was just it just presented differently, and so he he was not not blind to that at all. But I, but I think too. 
that is unique now in this moment where you know we are um, looking at discussions of, of race and ethnicity um, in the U.S. and also you know abroad with a new lens and um, a new equitable lens, recognizing that you know folks of African descent, Latinos, you know we you know we are not monolithic. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know we, we um, you know we we come in all shapes and sizes and all shades. And, you know, our, our melting pots all across the board of both diasporas. Dan understood that he was proud to be Black. He was proud to be Cuban. And he was proud to be an American. And he was proud to be a, a professional baseball player for the Chicago White Sox. And he understood that, you know, as people, we are layered. And we're not just one of these things. But we're all of those things at the same time. And different audiences will respond to different parts of you. And he, and he understood that, you know, who he was and what he'd accomplished responded to, to certain people in certain ways. At the end of the day, he was just happy to be playing baseball. He was happy to have, he was, he was happy to live the American dream. That was his American dream and he, and he accomplished it. He was able to, um, open doors and break barriers along the way. And I think in the moment, he was still just happy to be doing, living his dream and doing just that. The fact that he was the first and opened the door for many others, I feel like that was a, a byproduct. And then I don't want to say it was his, his uh, like a second thought for him, but it was one, I think he was just still so excited that he was able to, you know, like have a space on, um, on these world-class teams and be the best, be the best that he could be on the field. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What would it mean for the family for his dream of being in the Hall of Fame to be realized? I think it would mean a great deal. We'd certainly be honored. I mean, my, my, my father gave his life to baseball, to the community, to the city of Chicago. And you know, he, it would mean a great deal to him. Therefore, it would mean a great deal to us. But also, too, I feel like it would, of course, I can't speak for any anyone else in, in my family or otherwise. However, I feel as though it would honor the sacrifices that our father made and um, also my, that our family made. Specifically, I, can, I think of my, my brother and my, my sisters who at times for very long extended periods would be away from our dad, oftentimes in another country or, you know, while he was playing and wouldn't, wouldn't be able to see him frequently, didn't have access to him frequently. And in a way it was, it was their sacrifice to share him with, with his team, with, with the world. And I feel as though this would be a, a way to, to honor him and not only his contributions and what he meant to 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 many different communities and to you know many different many different people, but but I 
but on a very personal level, I, I feel like um, I feel like that would be a, a way to honor the sacrifices that you know our, our family had to to make by being by being apart in order for our dad to, to to live that part of his dream. Charlie, man, this was awesome. I really appreciate it, and um, I I can I can he, like I was going through your Instagram last night. I was creep, I was creeping on your Instagram and I saw like all of the, the pictures and of, of your dad and you celebrating his life on the anniversary of his death. And it comes across like how much you cared for him and how much he cared for you and seeing you be emotional at the ceremony a couple days ago. I, I mean, I want this for your dad, but I want this for you as well. And for your siblings and the rest of the family because it shouldn't have taken this long. And it's clear that this city, that franchise, like the White Sox as a franchise, like means a lot to you guys. And I love that. I, I'll tell you, the White Sox hit me up last October and said, we're putting something together for Minnie's birthday next year. Like, they've been taking this seriously for a really long time. And seeing that, the the faith that he had in the organization and the trust that he put in the organization, seeing that reciprocated by the organization is really, really great and inspiring. All, all I can say is that, like they're family and uh, they're certain they're just certain things you do for family and um, led by amazing people and all, all around world <laughs> world class individuals. And like I said, they're they're just great people and they're, and they are family and they love dad. Dad loves him and we love them. And when I, when I talk about family, I mean, I, I think of um, like, even on Monday, just reconnecting with, with, you know, many, many folks at the socks that I've known since I was really small or maybe even in utero, and, <laughs> you know, and, and we, and uh, you know, I, I can think of, you know, seeing, uh, you know, reconnecting with, you know Billy Pierce and and his 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 wife uh, Gloria. She's the sweetest person anyone could ever meet. You know, of course, you know we we would love for for him and Dad to be side by side and you know in in Cooperstown. But I think, but I but it's like I think of you know, like I said, I I, I think of the the uh, folks from the Sox organization and you know um, some of my 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 dad's like uh, go go Sox brothers i mean they were like my uncles growing up um like billy muscarin and i mean i just like you know chico carousel like i you know we love them they were like my uncles it's i i don't even know what to <laughs> i don't even know how to describe it and there's just so much love in that and in, in that organization amongst that these groups of individuals and i um so greatly appreciate that again dad might not be with us but he's still he's not forgotten I really love talking with Charlie and his enthusiasm for his father's career and obviously hearing what he says about the White Sox as an organization. And they played a huge role in this. Like, they really – I think that they understood the assignment. I think that they understood that this is a legend. And sometimes when you're close to someone or something, like, it's easy to assign them – legendary status but Minnie Minoso actually had it and the White Sox recognized that and they worked really hard to 
make the case and get him in front of the Legends Committee. And I think they did a great job with it. And you can tell in listening to Charlie how grateful he and his family are for their connection still to the White Sox as an organization. This was a two-way street. And the benefits for the White Sox have been myriad. When you start thinking about the players that have come through here with the pipeline of Cuba, and also not even just the Cuban players, but the Latino players that that he he kind of helped navigate life in Chicago and life playing at, at the major league level. So I, I really appreciate Charlie lending his voice to this conversation and and being a champion for his dad. Like that's that's outstanding stuff. But he sent me this sound of his brother, Arrestus. And he said, can you find a place for it? I'm like, absolutely. Are you kidding me? So as we end the episode and celebrating Minnie Minoso, I wanted to share Arrestus talking about his dad and all of us now having the opportunity to celebrate this man in his rightful place posthumously, but in his rightful place as a Hall of Famer. Hello, my name is Orestes Minoso Arieta Jr. I am the son of Minnie Minoso. I would just like to speak briefly about the man Minnie Minoso. The most dedicated ball player I have ever seen. Not only did he arrive to the park on time and early, but he stayed late signing autographs, giving away crack bats to young kids, bats that had been cracked during the game and reassembled by him. He cared about the young kids. He cared about the fans. He cared deeply about Chicago and the Chicago White Sox. If Tom Lasorda bled blue for the Dodgers, many men also bled for the Chicago White Sox. He bled the Chicago White Sox. He respected the game and taught others, many of the ballplayers that are on the Sox now, to respect the game. This is the man that not only was he excelling on the field, but as an ambassador to the Chicago White Sox and the American League also excelled. I was with him many times after games up until the wee hours of the night as he signed one autograph after another, one picture after another. And why did he do this? He did it because he respected the game. He respected the fans. And that was a very small token 
of the appreciation that he truly felt in his heart for the fans of the Chicago White Sox. As a public relations man, he dressed the part, he talked the part, and he was an outstanding public relations man for the organization. Everywhere he went, they admired, they respected not only the ball player, but the man. The man who represented the Chicago White Sox up until the last breath. So, this is the man who has an opportunity now to be rewarded in a very large way. You will not regret it, I promise you. You will be respected for it. You will be well spoken of for it. So we leave it in your hands to decide in favor of the Hall of Fame for Mr. Minnie Minoso. Thank you. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.